You're listening to the Ontos Podcast, where we explore the nature of stories and the pursuit of being in truth. I'm Mac. And I'm Vod. And our sentience depends on you. Now cue the intro music. So this is a very unique episode. Um, we're going to be talking about Tress in the Emerald Sea, but only up to a point. I think we're chapter 20, 22. 22. 22. And uh, so This I, is full-on Cosmere spoilers. Let's go ahead and put that out there. Full-on Cosmere spoilers, including up to chapter 22 of Tress of the Emerald Sea, because I have read all of it, and Vod is only up to chapter 22. And this is a, a, a uh, as it turns tables... Um, Vod was my guide here and was kind of probing me and talking about theories before, and now I am in the other foot. Yeah, so we talked about this a little bit about the beginning of our podcast, but essentially, I, you know, I think Max started with Mistborn the Final Empire, but stopped at the first book, and I had discovered that, and at this at that point, I was like through Mistborn Era two and was going into the stormlight archives essentially and so i convinced him to continue and he did and i kind of acted like this guide for him and then we hit a point where he caught me in oathbringer that's how fast he went through all the content is he caught me in oathbringer and we both finished rhythm of war roughly around the same time and then we both finished the lost metal around roughly the same time as well and so we were never like a guide here, but he smoked me on Tress. I had, I was traveling for like a full week, so I couldn't even, you know, we, he spoke to me on it. I was going to listen to it over my travel and then I went, wait, no, I think it'd be really cool for me to just listen to a little bit of it and actually, you know, for once give a, have one of us not having finished something and, and spewing out theories. So you get to sit there and listen to my terrible theories. <laughs> so, okay. So first off, I want to say. Tress, this is one of my top two favorite novels. It reminds me of Warbreaker. It it's reminds so, me so wonderful. Much. It's so nice. I, Warbreaker is like probably my favorite. Same. Tre- but Tress like made me feel the same way. Um, so yeah, Tress is really really cool. Um, so let's hear your ideas. What do you or what do you what, what do you think so far? Oh man, you need to you need to come up with some specific questions. Putting you uh, putting you a bit here. Well, the reason is because I don't want to like start diving into a bunch of things because I'm still like only vaguely familiar with where you are, and I don't want to start spoiling things. So that's true. That's true. Well, you got to be like me then. You gotta you gotta ask really broad questions to kind of probe where I am. <laughs> okay, but, but uh, no, here I got you. I'm gonna tell you what I think of so far. So I love it. It feels very Warbreaker-like. It doesn't feel like the stakes of the world are here. You know, it is just a wonderful... I mean, it's a fairy tale. A little whimsical. Yeah, it's a fairy tale. It's like, it feels good. It, it's cool to it's cool to go through. She's going to find her love. The characters are so far that I've met are wonderful. They are excellently done. Excellent. Excellent. Excellently done. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um... They're they're great. I love the crew so far that I met. I think it's like what's the name of the boat? Like the crows something, the crow song. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So the um, but uh, that's the boat with the captain on it. That's uh, they became they're becoming dead runners because the captain's trying to force them into becoming dead runners. But the crew is really nice. Um, you know, I don't know. They all have their reasons apparently for going, but I haven't heard them all yet. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I love I love uh, Tress's parents. I love how like they're they're doing it and they're eating the stew and she's trying to explain that she wants to do it instead of being like every fairy tale where it's gonna be like, No, you're wrong, you better not do that. It's gonna be super duper dangerous. The dad's like, You think Tress is smarter than us? And the mom's like, Yeah, I goes, So if Tress is saying this is what has to be done, then this is what has to be done. <laughs> and the, I mean, the number one thing that I love about this book is it's all told by Hoyd. It's all told by Hoyd. And Hoyd's like in the in the story, he's this dumb cabin boy because he got cursed by <laughs> the sorceress. I love the one there's one thing where he like just to give you an example of one of my favorite things about Hoyd was he goes, um, um Tress's uh Tress's dad was not poor. Wait, that mean that that's not to say he had money. He had no money, but he was not poor because what he had were favors. That was a really cool moment. He went to just play darts and cashed in all these favors. Yeah, that I mean, it's it's so nice. The world building is super interesting. Mm-hmm. You're surrounded by spores that if they get wet at all, uh, things happen. So, what is that scientific phenomenon called? I think it's called like li- liquidification or something. Liquidification, like yeah. I, I want to say, I, I think Brandon Sanderson released a video. He just on it. recently released so, a video on it. Yeah, so that is so cool. The minute, the, the, mm, the minute I realized what the spore sea was. I knew what it what what it was, and just like Brandon Sanderson said in that video, he's like, "I'm amazed no one thought of this before." I was smacking my head, going, "You know, I, I DM, I, I build my own world." I was smacking my head, going, "Like, why did I think of that?" Yeah, it's it, such a cool concept. It's super cool. I mean, I, I gotta admit that, like, I think the concept of the spores. Um, when I first read it, I was a little surprised at how benign they were i know everyone's scared of them and they're like super weird or whatever but i want you to imagine this imagine you're in the you're if you've ever been by the ocean yeah you could smell it yeah you can and you can get water droplets on your face and things like that so how do spores not get into everyone (laughs) okay anyway uh so we thought about how they get off the boats from you know or they stop them from getting on the boats let's uh, let's dive into this what is your silver theory? You were telling me there was a theory you had on silver. Okay. Because I so, thought silver wasn't even a thing because it, it only shows up in one cosmic story as far as I know. And I thought they were confusing aluminum with silver, but this is different. So here's the thing, right? We know that on Threnody that the shades are cognitive shadows. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, one thing that we learned in secret history which I thought was really interesting. It, it, like it's funny. After I was reading Tress, it came to me in secret from Secret History, and I was trying to figure out why I thought about this moment. But I want to say there was a moment where someone—I want to say it's the person who was traveling with uh, Chris—was talking to Kelsier, and was like, "He was like, what are you doing? Wait, you're a cognitive shadow. You know, we there there are people who like go through some terrible like rights to be able to be one of those and like mm-hmm. he was getting on to Kelsier. he's like you don't just become a cognitive shadow like what mm-hmm. are you doing and so when i was thinking about that i went what exactly are the cognitive shadows in trinity then right are they people are they things like are there is there some way that like they 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 take something from people why do they want blood why do they want these things then i was looking at the spores and i was like wait when the spores are like, they obviously have a bunch of investiture in them, and it seems like whenever they get they they hit something like water, it like activates and lets them use the investiture to just grow really quickly. So then I thought, if that's the case, are the cognitive shadows on Threnody like that? Do they need blood the same way that these spores need water in order to do something? 
Mm. And that's why they attack people and they, they kill them and they drain them, right? So here's my silver theory, right? Up to this point, I don't know a ton. I'm just now getting introduced to the people. This is purely off of what I've seen with the way spores interact with silver. Is there a way that the same way aluminum siphons out uh, metals from a from a Mistborn, is there a way that silver breaks whatever bond it has to investiture? Like, like whatever it is, you can cut a cognitive shadow on Threnody with silver and actually harm it. And, and if, if this thing, this cognitive shadow touches you and starts actually draining your, your blood or your life essence or whatever it's doing to you when you're shriveling up, you can put silver on it to reverse the effects. So it makes me think that there has to be some sort of bond. And the spores die when they get anywhere near silver, when they, when they cross that boundary. So it has to be affecting some bond. I don't think I know enough. Probably like silver connection kind of thing. I don't know enough about like, like I'm, here's the thing. When we started this, I feel like we know so much about what's in the Cosmere because we've gone through it. The more I dig through more and more words of Brandon, the more I realize that there's so much that I'm still learning, just going through the endless archives of him and interviews and discussions and answering questions and stuff like that. So I feel like maybe I'm missing something there, but I really do feel like, Silver itself, there's just something about there's a very specific bond with investiture when it comes to these non-living things that silver is able to interrupt, break, sever, whatever it is. Well, I'll tell you that Tress has some of the biggest Cosmere stuff since like Lost Metal. I mean, yeah, I mean, so we know we know Ulam is is a Chandra, which I remember when I was texting you when I was first reading this, I went, I went that one servant in the very very beginning talked exactly like a chondra talked to when he was speaking to tress and it was just like the mannerisms and the way he talked and then you're like what servant and i was like Oots. i mean i'm right i mean i'm right and then i found ulam i was like oh well that's obviously the <laughs> that's obviously a chondra if you didn't couldn't tell by the name you know yeah if you couldn't tell by the name from the lost metal but who who, who a lot ulam is named in the lost metal yeah. but it's just like he's a throwaway line he's like dropped i think uh i think Milan. Yeah, Milan was. She like, goes. Milan. She goes. Tensoon told me. Ulan. To- Ulam told me. You know. And then that was it. That was, then he offers to buy body parts. It's hilarious. Yeah, it, that, it's, it's great. It, it makes sense that the chondro would be kind of weird. Um. Yeah. But so anyway, I think that's super duper cool here, and I, that's my silver theory. I don't. I don't have a lot into it. I don't have a lot to support it. It just feels like you know why does silver stop cognitive shadows and why does silver stop spores it feels like they must have some sort of bond to invest investiture that is a very specific bond that silver inhibits shatters breaks severs whatever you want to call it and so that's my leading theory on silver based on what i'm seeing um here because i was telling you before Tress came out i was telling you silver there's something with it and you're like is it maybe aluminum I'm like no like it's silver there's something with silver you had you had told me that there was something with mistborn and silver or in in, in alamancy but silver is actually not mentioned in alamancy i don't all. think it is i think at that point i was mistaken you said it was like innate or inert or yeah whatever. yeah i think that that was very early on in my cosmere journey i think i i mistook it for mistook it for aluminum yeah so okay so <clears throat> what are your theories on the sorceress um, so obviously it's a magic system that we've, I think it's a magic system we've been introduced to. I don't think it's new. And the reason for that, what's the magic system we've been introduced to? So the sorcerer, the sorceress, whatever magic she's using, I have a prediction that it has to be a magic system we've been introduced to. I don't think it's going to be a new one. I don't think Brandon would drop like the aethers and stuff like that 
as like the sorceress. I can see how there might be connections to that in the way the investigator acts. Maybe if the spores can show something along those lines. But my thought process immediately was I went, all right, this feels very cell-like. And I went straight to, uh, oh man, I'm forgetting the name of what it, imprinting. I went straight to imprinting. Like, is this like, are these curses, this sorceress casting, are they, way, are they actually being imprinted into something new, you know? It, like is Hoyt an idiot because they smacked a, an imprint on the back of him that made him like mentally ill or something like that? Did something like that occur and he's unable to break it himself because he just doesn't have the knowledge to or whatever it is? So I don't I thought that initially, but I thought that doesn't feel very sorceress like because a sorcerer to me, if they're going to call her a sorceress, she must be doing something. So I was like, I guess if it's not, it feels cell like if it's not that maybe she's an Elantrian and it would make sense, right? Because we have like the group, like the Irie who are just going around everywhere. So it would make a lot of sense that maybe she's an Elantrian and she's here the same way they were going to preservation to in secret history to try to capture preservation shard. Maybe she's here, not for a shard, but just for something similar, doing magical research of some, of some sort. And these curses she's dealing out, um, it would make sense they can. We 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 learn about what Elantrians can do in Elantris, right? If they they they're very complicated ways to use their magic, but they can mend and put bones back together. So it would make sense to me that if they have that much control over the body and reconnecting bones stuff like that, maybe they can re they can target like your spirit web or something like that, and they can even change you like imprinting does because the imprinting is a magic system from Cell Elantrians. It's they're using door, right? Both are using door. It would make sense that Elantrians could poss possibly change you in similar ways of imprinting, just in a different way. The same way Ferrochemy, Alamancy, and Hemalurgy are all built around the metals and the god metals, they all do something similar but completely different at the same time. It's weird. So that that's kind of my theory. That's why I say I don't have any actual proof that she's Elantrian, the the sorceress, but I would think she is. That's my leading theory, at least. Let me see. You you ran into the Nalthian technology. Which I did. I thought was fascinating. The board that let the mute speak or the 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 deaf guy speak. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was. Yeah, and I was like Nalthian technology. And I was like, wait a minute, they got. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, I don't know if it's listed as Nalthian technology necessarily. When I was thinking about it, I thought I thought Nalthus immediately, but I don't. Does it is it mentioned it is. anywhere? It is. Yeah. Okay. They said because okay. he. It, I missed that. When you Hoyt said, said something to the effect of, "Yeah, that's Nalthian technology." Yeah, oh yeah. So I missed that. I guess when I was when I was listening to it um, first, but like when you mentioned Nalthian technology, I immediately thought it was Nalthian already, just yeah. based on based on what I was seeing. Have they told you where the spores come from yet? No. Okay. No, not yet. Okay. I mean, if they have, I missed it. Uh, I don't know where the spores come from. I just like, what are the spore people called? I know Tress. The last thing I know is Tress is like trying to become one of the spore people because she wants to stay and save the crew. It's fascinating. The so you know that there are different spores. Yes. Okay. What spores do you know of? I know the spores that go kablooey and the spores that grow fast. There's two that grow fast. Then I don't know the difference between the two. I just know that they're the ones like the seas made out of, and then I know that there's the one that basically explode and those are the west the one used like gunpowder okay yes i think i'm just you, getting you, into you, the good stuff you did you did you you have been exposed to three sets of spores so far so the ones the seas made out of that grow really fast grow what uh they grow vines okay um 
the ones that go kabooey as mm-hmm. gunpowder. And then the is it the one are the ones that like they use to rebuild the ship? Rosite. Rosite. Oh, yeah. okay, okay, okay. And you, where, I know that name, Rosite. And where did Rosite come from? Oh, oh yeah, you know it from where? When they when they were fixing the ship when they had holes in it. Where else? In lost in lost metal, that that twin soul, he he used Rosite. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. So that's the ether connection, then. Oh, oh, I I I spoiled that for you. I guess that yeah, that these. No, no, no. That makes sense now because I was remembering when it said Rosite. I'm like, I know that name. I know it's from somewhere. And I mean, if you you did nothing, because I was gonna go look up that. Yeah, (laughs) I was gonna go be like, where did I remember that name from? But yeah, Rosite. Yeah, it being what the the guy used the ether. That makes so much sense. Yeah. That makes so much sense. Okay. Now I'm even more confused. I, I need to know more and read through it. Well, the good news is is that Hoyd spells actually will spell out some really interesting world building later on. Do we want to take a moment to talk about how Hoyd is literally spitting every single bit of Brandon's BYU lectures back in our face? Dude, okay. That was so fun. <laughs> literally using the exact terminology he uses in his own lectures. It is so funny. Yeah, he actually talks about how manual labor is some of the best things for writers because mm-hmm. you could sit there and do a, a mindless task and keep thinking of stories all day. Yep. Whereas if you had to do something like cognitively straining, like math or whatever, that it would take too much. So, like, yeah, that was that. Yeah. I, I mean, I can't remember everything up. off the top of my head. I just remember it was like four or five separate times. I was like, that is something Brandon said in his lecture. Yes, he actually, there are, it is like four or five. Like, it's a handful of times I was like, that was in a lecture. Hoyt is literally quoting Brandon's lectures here. Cheeky, Brandon, cheeky. Has Tress mentioned death yet? Um, I think she did. did death? She? De- death as in a concert or no no i just there 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 there's a you'll you'll understand it when you read it okay then just, no I it's haven't. not it's not a it, i just thought it was a it's a fun little thing that we'll bring up later so the rat okay the rat mentioned something about not being able to say something and then like the rat's name is huck mm-hmm huck I know when I was listening to it, the person was like, my name is Huck. And I was like, why do you struggle to say it? So the rat to me seems really interesting. Okay. Because a talking rat should be interesting. Um, we don't have very many talking animals in the Cosmere. Yeah. That's one thing. It makes me feel like it's must be something the sorcerer is doing or the sorceress is doing. Because, like like you said, I don't think I, we've seen talking animals. I initially thought, is that a possibly a chondra? I think I even texted you. Is the rat the chondra? And I was like, no. Because the rat like mentions doesn't mention eating people and things like that. It just mentions it can't tell. It can't tell her like what's wrong. But, um, but it, like, it very quickly, when I saw it, it said, oh, I can't tell you what's wrong. Though I went... No, it's not. Okay, listen. It's because if it was a chondra, it was like I had to. T- I you know I had to speak up or they were gonna kill me. And I'm like, that's not a chondra. The chondra been like, let it, let them shoot it, or let them throw it over. It would have been fine. Mm-hmm. It would have been fine. It's a chondra. Mm-hmm. And so, plus, there's better ways to sneak on a boat than be a rat. Indeed. So, 
Yeah, I, I was like, all I know about the rat is it feels fishy, right? Because it's like the rat's like, I can't tell you why I'm like this. And then like, it's talking weird. And so like, it makes me think the sorceress had something to do with it. Um, or it could be like the cat on Ricky Morty. <laughs> I guess. But um, no, I don't know. The, the, the rat's interesting. I have a theory. I don't, again, no proof of this, but like, it feels like it'd be a very Brandon thing to do for like the rat to be who she's looking for, but I don't know. I don't know. Um, it would definitely have the dramatic irony of things. Cause like this very much started out as, as Tress is like, I'm going to go save Charlie, but it's definitely more so feeling like the real story is, you know, the friends we made along the way. <laughs> <laughs> it, this, so, it, it has a very um, princess bride feel definitely has a princess bride feel like the pirates and everything mm-hmm. like see that's the thing that's stopping me it definitely feels like the princess bride so i'm like i wonder if the rat could even be charlie because it would make more, way more sense that it's the friends we made along the way and then she gets like hit by a pirate ship and the pirate's like yo tress what up and it ends up being charlie mm. that would make so much more sense to me um what do you think of the captain she's using some sort of magic she has to be why do you say that? I'm trying to think back to what made me think about it. It's been a while since I listened to the first bit of chapter six. I said I started traveling and then I got super busy. So it's been, it's been like, you know, since recording this, it's been like, you know, seven days maybe since I last got to listen to dress. Um, I can't remember why. I just remember thinking, is that magic? And then just sitting there with it. So, okay, to go off that, what do you think of the crew generally? Uh, I feel bad for them because it feels like they're doing like the helmsman, right? So the woman who who steers, mm-hmm. you know, she seems cool as heck. She's just like, I'm looking for my, was it looking for her dad? Mm-hmm. So I'm looking for my dad. I'm going to pay off his stuff. You know, I just wanted to rob people so I could pay off his stuff mm-hmm. and I didn't want to be a dead runner. Um, So she she seems really nice. And like she gave the honor of letting her steer. And I remember how big of a deal that was in rhythm in Dawn Shard. I, I thought about being that. given the honor to steer mm-hmm. and how that was like in direct defiance of the captain. Cause she even says like, if the, the captain has no right to say a single thing about what I do and she purposely steers the captain down as Tress gets to steer. Mm-hmm. And so that felt super interesting. Um, Fort is the death guy, right? Mm-hmm. Fort is cool. Or it's just a cool dude. He, I mean, I think he's mostly cool because he has the technology. You know, I've seen nothing like special out of him just yet. He just seems to be like a nice guy. There's some, fu- there's some fun things. Oh, you haven't gotten to it. The whole book is fun. The whole book is just really cool. I forget the guy's name, but the guy who's like, "You're gonna do this," and she's like, "Okay." And he's like, "You're not mad. You're not gonna complain at all." And she's like, "No." And he goes, "You know, you can blow yourself up." And he's like, "I don't care. Just let me do it." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. The everyone's like so scared to handle these spores, and there's like so many different. Um, I, I think she had just you said she just agreed to take over the job. You'll see, like, why it's like specialized. Um, is is the captain an alamancer? Is the captain an alamancer? Why would you think the captain's an alamancer? I don't know because it keeps talking about how she has the ability to, like, uh, she has like this ability, like, she hears everything or can see everything properly. So it makes me feel like she might be a 10 eye. 
but I've mm. never seen her. She's also always drinking out of the canteen, which is supposedly water, but could easily just be water with metal in it. Um, well, tin lasts for a long time. Yeah, but like that—that that could be the case there. And then on top of that, Ulam is there, and Ulam seems to be really, you know, embracing the Condor way of observe, don't interfere. But it would make a whole bunch of sense that you know the captain's like, oh, Condor, cool, and is here doing doing their thing. What do you think the crew's view of the captain is? Well, they they don't like her. Like I don't like her. Like they don't like her. Like then why do they follow her? Um. Because uh, it's the whole idea of of power. It's the whole idea of following someone who's confident. They all needed to. I haven't got to understand. I don't know why everyone showed up. Are you telling me they're writing? Anyway, <laughs> tell me there's emotional alamancy now. But um, it's just the idea of like. Okay, I'm not going to spoil anything by saying there is no alamancy involved. Okay, okay, <laughs> it's it's something else then. But um, no, it, it's like the idea of they all had their reason for needing to do this bad thing but they were all kind of scared to take that plunge and it's just that idea of i need to do this but i i don't know if i could do it myself there's a confident person i'm gonna follow the confident person well i don't want to but i don't want to butt too aggressively onto that because you're just getting started on that part of the story mm-hmm. um what do you think of tress I mean, other than, yeah, she's cool. I like her, you know. I mean, she got the but, very funny Disney princess vibe where, like, she does something and she's, like, always successful one way or another. But it's clever. Like, the the whole inspector portion where they, like, found someone. And right. it was like, and then it was like, it's like, oh, and Tress made it on the boat. Oh, you would think it would be in one of those other ones? Nope. She was the inspector herself. And, like, that was pretty fun and clever. Has, has um, I don't know if they've gotten to the point of the cannonballs. Where she discovers that the cannonballs are the fake ones underneath. I thought this was super neat. She discovered it because she learned about it because she learned the barrel hiding stuff before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a perfect lead in to the that figuring was that out. And then it's kind of cool how they had the cannonballs where the whole purpose was to explode, release liquids, and then have the have the the the, the vines themselves the vines. like entangle and trap the ships. Yeah, that was super clever. Like I thought that was, I thought I thought I just thought that was a really really cool thing. Like oh yeah, remember that thing where we we snuck her on? Yeah, that actually became really valuable later on. There's a lot of that in this in this book. Like where like something kind of benign that we learned about earlier. Oh my gosh, becomes like a huge deal later on. Dang, let's talk magic. What magic systems we have? Cells, magic systems, which we have the 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 monks the monks that we don't know very much about that Dakor yeah Dakor we don't know like really anything about that we have the Jinjitsu guy on cell which we don't know very much about that one either mm-hmm. we have Elantrians we have imprinting mm-hmm. so that's cell it's not Alamancy so it's not going to be it might not be Scadrill is she spiked that'd be weird um but then that would be Alamancy because she oh God. Oh no! You say it's very cosmic intensive. Does she get spiked with another magic system? Are we finally looking at that? She got spiked with another magic. That'd be cool to discover if she gets spiked with another magic system, because that's what we've been talking about off mic a lot, which is how like hemallergy probably has the biggest implications for the Cosmere wide. If you can just take any magic system from somebody and spike it to someone else, that's pretty crazy. It would make, I mean, I believe she'd be, she'd be spiked because we've been noticing that hemorrhagy just always seems to be the bad guy, the bad guy magic. But, um, that means she'd have to be spiked with something though. Um, I don't know. What, have, have you, you've heard of the other C's? 
Because she's in the Emerald Sea. Mm-mm, not yet. I haven't heard of the other seas. Uh, I remember where you had just brought up the other thing. So there are 12 seas. I think I remember mentioning multiple seas, but I don't think it's described the difference between any of them yet. Sure. Because I think in the beginning it talks about how like across the different seas there's like warring kingdoms and things like that. But I don't think it describes like the difference in the seas themselves if there is one. Well, I mean, let's think about it. We have multiple spores, probably mm-hmm. spores from different seas. So 12 seas, 12 spores. Stop it. You're making me feel dumb now. I feel like I I feel like you just gave it to me and I still can't think about it. No, 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 no. I'm just saying like I, that, that was the thing that fascinated me was like I was like, "Oh, there are these spores. They make vines grow." And then finding out, "Oh, there's spores that do other things." Yeah. So, that is is just going to be interesting to see how you how, how you parse through all that. Cuz a lot of what we what's happened so far has been more like just kind of the setting up the adventure sort of thing. Yeah, we're like I said, we're this is me like I said, I think I was telling you when we were going to do this, you're like how far are you? Do you want to do this? And I was like, yeah, I think it'd be really cool because I'm kind of at the perfect point where I have no support. I just have theories. <laughs> I have no no grounds to set them on. I can just think. I think in the next like forward. dozen chapters you're going to be like you're going to be like in this like whirlwind of things that are going on and being brought up and you're going to be like what the heck is going on here? yeah and i think we talked about this i think we're planning on this being a three-part series where i think i'm just going to go like another 20 chapters in because i think there's like 60 something so i'm going to go about another 20 in and then a third time go another 20 in, try to get my reactions at each point but what else what other questions do you have for me because like at this point a lot of it is just building into characters and stuff like that and you know I like I said, I absolutely love it. Warbreaker was so great. I remember I pulled you back into the coffin by just saying, like, you know, you know what I hate about being a mercenary. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, that's actually what brought me back in was because I was like, yeah, sounds like a really cool character. I can't wait to get to him. And you'd be like, it'll take you six books to get there. And I was like, <laughs> okay, fine. Um, it ended up being worth it. And by the way, I think I'm ready to fight you again on my reading list to move Secret History back past the Lost Metal. Because I saw a word of Brandon that says he recommends doing that. Or not the Lost Metal, uh, before Bands of Morning Or after Bands of Morning. So, admittedly, um, the, there was the... I've been kind of been learning about the one true god of, of, of reading lists, which is publication order. Um <laughs> And uh, I mean, I mean, we. I think me and you both agreed that after. I think our reading list up to the Lost Metal is very good, mm-hmm. but after the Lost Metal, it's one hundred percent publication order. It's not going to be done after that. Uh, yeah, I, I, admittedly, when uh, well, we can talk about where Tress would fall, but Tress, I think, would probably reading order. Anyway, well, I don't want to ruin anything. Okay, but... <laughs> no, because I think it's. I definitely. I think reading. We're getting a little off topic here, but I think it's important to say. I think the reason publication order after the Lost Metal is king now for sure in my opinion is the fact that um brandon says gloves are off yeah he's not hiding cosmic connections anymore which means like they're all gonna cross yeah like if you read lost metal like in our reading order if you read lost metal right after bands of mourning you're like getting info information from everything just overload i have a very very strong suspicion that tress is gonna be a huge thing in the future You'll see. Like, there's so many things that are going on, but I think the the world that we're built. I mean, he's already introduced Rosite, like in the ether mm-hmm. and things like that, and that's so cool. And this world that Tress is a part of, I think, is going to become like even bigger, like later on. Um, but yeah, I I think you brought up a lot of the things I thought you would want to talk about. I mean, 
really the the chapters you've been through have set the tone um i don't think much lore has been dropped so far you're just kind of getting a little bit more of the world building um but no what captain's constantly drinking water and water only and talks about water all the time is she from Taldane? <laughs> there's all sorts Dang. of things that could be coming up huh <gasps> Are the spores like Taldane Sands? Can she manipulate the spores like Taldane Sands? Oh, geez. I got to finish this book. <laughs> this, you've, got, you've got so many potential things. Oh. I'm, I'm going to tell you that just based on what you said, you've said here, it's going to be very fun to, to come <laughs> back and be like, you know. <laughs> I think I'm at chapter 22, so I'll, I'll, I'll come back and we'll be doing our next one when I finish 42. And we'll, see, we'll see how I feel then. Sounds good. Hey, everyone. Vod here. Please rate our podcast and follow us for regular episodes Monday through Friday. If you enjoy listening, consider subscribing. We are a very small project, so please support us with likes and comments. You can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash ontos. That's patreon.com slash O-N-T-O-S. Thanks again, and remember, our sentience depends on you.